of the Whipperball. Last time on Voyage of the Whipperball. This room, what do you call it again? A casino. A she. And this game, uh, blackjack? Yes. You're trying to get to 21. Say, hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Oh. Hit me. Don't hit me. No one's going to hit you. Do you want another card? What? Oh, yes. Now that I have 21, what happens? Ah. Meanwhile, back on the Whiffer Ball, Bim Fisher and her new confidant, Jérôme Dumer, engage in a new fad. I'm not sure this is working. It's the newest thing. It's called giving you a blow. But my air is just as wet as when I washed it. I noticed that too. Shall I rub it out instead? I think I'm better off sitting in the sun. But after this fun day at sea had passed, the two crews of the Katlama and the Wifferval find themselves in a darkened back room belonging to a Senegalese merchant, eager to unload his wares. <laughs> I am eager to unload my wares. I have just returned from the new world, and I have many products unavailable anywhere in Dakar or even beyond. A likely story. Tell me of this golden drum. Ah, the drum is ornamental and cannot be played. It is worth a king's ransom. But I will trade to you for your handsome bow and arrows. Ah, he needs it. Make the trade. But you need it to collect our mischief from Make the king. Make the trade. King, you say? We will buy this drum for this bow. It was a limited time offer. Tell me, what king or two Muzungus oh, and an Arab man emissaries no for? We are just explorers. Nonsense. Just explorers, like Boutros said. Well, yeah, but we explore at the behavior of the king. <laughs> no, we don't. What are you saying? Of course we do. King Carol II, son of Philip the Handsome, Lord of the Netherlands, <laughs> the Emperor of Spain and Rome. <laughs> Lord of the whole world, is he? Not really. Uh, my, my friend here is uh, a little insane. And Boutros is an emissary of the Grand Dark, so we have loads of money. The golden drum is not for trade. Right. It would look so nice with my clocks. We have much gold finery for a price. We are only interested in trade. We have a kuzu gumesh and panakok butter. Very rare. Hmm. I will trade you for this crate of spicy Caribbean jack sauce. Excuse me? Jack sauce. How dare you? Do not call my captain jerk sauce. <laughs> this sauce is jack sauce. Your captain is not a sauce. And don't you forget it. So, we have a deal. Yes, I'm sure this will be delicious on our pigeon meat. Pigeon meat? I will trade you pigeon meat for the gold drop. Yes! Uh, alas, we've not received a new message from the king since we last dined. Thank you for the jerk sauce, merchants. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the bureaucracy of Portuguese Tangier... No, no, no. I told you. The 32 L-stroke 7 goes to the harbor master, and the 27 T9 comes back to me in duplicate. You brought me two 32 L-stroke 7s and a 5 9 by 1030. It's perfectly straightforward. A straightforward! Ha! 27 of this, 32 of that one! Just give me a boat! I'm afraid that's impossible, Mr. Columbus. At least it's impossible until the paperwork is in order. It's simply a matter of protocol. But I am on a mission over vengeance! 
Vengeance? Yes! I must stop my nemesis, Polar von Dyke, a nefarious Dutchman, from reaching the edge of the earth and destroying my legacy! Well, why didn't you say so? To the harbor! King Carl II was facing two as yet unseen threats to his rule from within. One by globalists in The Hague who felt that his stance on the flat earth was regressive and limiting, and the other from the lost city of Wusterholt, where proponents of the flat earth believed him far too progressive and limitless. Hear ye, hear ye, by order of me, Steinschmidt. Oosterhout Town Witholder, Chief Shippen of the Oosterhout District Municipality, Shippenen and Shout of the City of Oosterhout, I hereby declare this public discourse on King Carol II, son of Philip the Handsome, Lord of the Netherlands and Emperor of Spain and Rome's overt and unchecked progressiveness with regard to the scientific forces of the so-called round earth, officially open. Will there be snacks? Diff is bringing snacks. Well, where is she? I've only come for the snacks. I'm sure she'll be here soon, Vim. Vim Friedrich? Well, I hope so. I haven't eaten since Marlies Glaskwinen's funeral. You didn't even know Marlies Glaskwinen. I know her husband would make great snacks. You ate the whole apple tart. Albert Glaskwinen makes the best apple tart in the Netherlands. True, true. Yeah. Oh, let me check the minutes. Uh, zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Ah! No. I've just declared the meeting open, and Von Friedrich has just declared Alder Klaskwinning's apple tartan the best in all the Netherlands. Yours being the exception, of course, Tifka. Well, I hope so. I've brewed enough for 16 people. I can eat for 16. And so the Worcesterhout Flat Earth Circle was born. Within mere tummy-stuffed hours of declaring the meeting open, the three members agreed that the king wasn't going far enough to quash reality and subdue fact, and that more needed to be done and eaten. Back in Senegal, Boutros offered to outfit the Witherval with some of the Grand Turk's futuristic steam technology. It is most kind of you, Boutrosh, to outfit the Wifferfall with the Grand Turk's powerful machines. Well, if we are going to be allies on this journey, my friend, then we must be able to keep up with one another. <laughs> I'm sure the Wifferfall could give you a run for your No, money. no, no, no. We'd have you beat in the first nautical mile. I see. Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh... Ah, nautical mile? Watch that. It's a measurement of the sea based upon the circumference of the Earth. Ah, interesting. I can give you access to our calculations. Oh, wait, that's assuming the Earth is round, yeah? <laughs> it is. And we aim to prove otherwise. Which is that uh, I would very much like to see. Yeah, score one for the Dutch, hmm? One for the Dutch! Ah! Uh, we should have you fitted within the hour. We'll be on our way by nightfall. Ah! Oh, that's Beatrice. I sent him to map the beaches. Excellent idea, parrot. Shen Bib. I never thought sand could be so fine. Like alabaster. Hot dough? We oui, very hot. Actually, a bit too hot. Much too hot. Shall we run? We. Oui. This is the most beautiful beach I've ever been on. Oh, see. We are free to put you right in the summer. I thought that was hot. Hot. Oh, it, it didn't work out. I ran away to the sea. I did 
ember sunset! As the embers of a rooster's comb! Protected by the shower! As the crimson flame! The cardinal Sherry's feather! Did you not purchase a bomb for your pale skin? I did! I have hung it around my neck as a talisman! I think you need to wear it as an ointment, Petrus. It's a lotion. Oh, I don't understand the voodoo. <sighs> Come on, Beatrice. Let's get you back to the ship. I think I shall miss this place. Each people are friendly, each politics communal and forward thinking. Pass me a flag. I'm claiming it for the Dutch. Help. So much for that. So much for what? I now declare this barbaric land civilized. Ah, I see. You know he's an idiot, right? Yes. Are you ready to depart? As soon as the captain returns from uh, colonializing. Good, good. We must make haste. I've heard word that sirens bedevil the shores just south of here at sundown. We must be clear of them. I'll go get him. Why are we going south? It makes no sense, I know. You know, he told me what he was thinking. That because the New World was west and land was east and Amsterdam was north, that south was the only way that made sense. But that doesn't make sense. I told him that. And? He laughed at me for being a woman. There's nothing funny about being a woman. You don't have to tell me twice. He told me we had to go south because water flows down. That doesn't make sense either. Soon he will be forced to see how wrong he is. And then we may return to our lives. But until then, the journey is his. Heave down! We shall at once! Don't heave down, Captain! Don't heave down? Yeah. Don't heave down! Aye! Not heaving down, Captain! Next time on Voyage of the Whipperball. With any luck, we shall sneak by these sirens unnoticed. Well, I don't hear anything yet. Uh, I'm not sure I believe in them. <laughs> what was that? <gasps> Can't you hear it? It's beautiful! No, I don't hear it. I hear it! This is going to be up to us, isn't it? Yes. Yeah! I mean, oh, wow, it's so pretty, like a chirping bird calling me to the nest. We know you're a woman, Hendrik. Thank God. I can take this compression wrap off for ten minutes. <sighs> ten minutes, ten hours, ten days. of the Wifferwall, Episode 6, The Sheppinen and Shout of Worcesterhout, starred Bill Newton, Cole Howard, Peter New, Caitlin Bairstow, Chris Francisk, Ian Hanlon, Emily Tennant, Leah Jewell, Callan Dorval, Brad Swale, Lee Majdub, and Colin Murdoch. Voyage of the Wifferwall was written and directed by Peter New, engineered by Henny Britton, music by Jeff Timischuk, theme music by Peter Allen, produced by Peter New and Henny Britton. Recorded at Azur Studios in Vancouver, B.C. on April 13th, 2019. Find us on Twitter at Wifferball, spelled O-E-V-E-R-W-A-L. And on Facebook at Voyage of the Wifferball. <laughs> <laughs>